0: to this belly up media production. Some said we'd go belly up. So we made it our name. And we're still here.
1: The follow announcement has been paid for but it's full forward out of its Whoops, whoops. And there we are. Okay. Back to back weeks with little technical difficulty. But I'm Matt. This is Sal. We what are up, the Rassel and Addicts. And welcome to episode 12. Number 12. Look at that. I know. Why? My how the time flies. I can't it believe it's 12 does. episodes already. I know. We're on a roll, though. Let's we keep are going. Gotta keep it going. Yes, we gotta strike the iron while it's hot.
2: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: And I'm actually really I'm excited for today's show. For yeah. the first time ever, wrestling and trivia. That's
2: Very right. Excited. Yes. Yeah, you know, we used to do it on the Scoreboard X podcast, but I, you know, I think they got a little scared. I'm calling them I out think so. right now. That I think they got a little scared. Yeah, you know? they are definitely. They they know? didn't want to lose to us anymore.
1: Yeah, they, yeah I know between, get, between between I know Anthony only knowing, so. oh yeah, yeah between Rook I'm only really, knowing Stone Cold and <laughs> TJ putting Crash <laughs> Holly for all of his answers, it's they, now, Rook, they
2: weren't ready. Rook made a good Alex Trebek. I'll give him that.
1: He was a great host. He yeah. he definitely did a good job hosting, but I mean w- when it came to answering some questions, I don't know. Yeah, he did.
2: They were they just weren't good Ken Jennings. That was a problem.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> but we, I am excited because we have from the bearded, wholesome and all things Baltimore podcast, we have their host, Matt Trigger, who will be on the show. and longtime scoreboard addicts guest and frequent contributor to our live shows. We have Ladarius, and let me just give Ladarius his props and put where he's from. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Ladarius is the writer and podcaster for At Beyond W Sports. Uh, He has a couple of things going on, and I will let them introduce themselves in less than 30 minutes as they participate in SummerSlam trivia. There we go. Ah. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. I'm very ready. I'm, I'm hoping question the questions it, the Question, are question good.
2: is The question is, are they ready? That's Ooh. the question. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, Ladarius is the defendant scoreboard. That's right. Chance. That's
2: right. He, he defeated us the last time.
1: He did. It feels I'm, like forever ago. Honestly, it, it really does. It's, mm-hmm. I don't think we played since the summer started, I feel like. It's yeah, been, it's been I like It's been that long been a while, that's what happens. We they, got
2: wrestling trivia got preempted.
1: <laughs> it did, and I don't know. If you ask yeah. me, I feel like that was one one of their more popular popular segments. You know, it's I feel like I got a lot of hits on the YouTube. You know how you could tell um, on YouTube the most replayed uh, section of the video. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Pretty yeah, sure our trivia is up there.
2: Check the tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But uh, how was how your week?
2: It's great. Just came back from AC last night. Had a, had a nice weekend. Um, I did not, if people are thinking this, I did not go and see WWE on Sunday. They were in AC, and I regret not going. But I had a good time nonetheless.
1: I So it's just the way the dates worked. July 25th, uh, Raw was in the garden. Four days later was my birthday. So I was like hinting Mm -hmm. to the wife. I was like, oh, you know, garden tickets. But then it's like, uh, it's like going there, traveling and all that. I'd rather just sit at home, watch it. I'm
2: with you. You know, and
1: like if it was a pay-per-view, it's a different story. You know, if it was like the Rumble or like any other pay-per-view, I'd be like, let's go. Mm-hmm. But I was like, eh, forget it. And yeah. then on, on our anniversary is when the WrestleMania tickets went on sale. So I was uh... like, I'm like, that's the perfect gift. But then yep. it's like it's the same thing. It's two nights, flying, traveling. And they had
2: they had record first day sales. It's gone I, fast. Listen,
1: if it's true what they're saying, Rock and Roman, I'll be a little little upset. But also, it's going to be in Philly uh, in two years. So, and that's. I am. Mm -hmm. That's not a plane. It's not really a hotel. So I was like, forget about it. But also, our anniversary was on Friday. And then usually, like, we like to go to AC, get away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, we ended up not doing that this year. And of course, that Sunday is when. You know, WWE was in AC.
2: I know, and I was right there, and I just didn't go. I gambled and said,
1: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> maybe that was a better I, choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But I forgot they were there until I saw Marisa's Instagram picture. Then I was like, damn. yeah." I was like, you know what? Now I wish I won it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I contemplated while I was there. I was like, should I buy tickets? But uh, that's all right. They'll be back.
1: Yeah, it's... And I I know the house shows are better usually than the TV than like the live, but Ronda was there.
2: They had Ronda there. Really?
1: See, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's good that you know we both had solid weekends. Hopefully you. um, Hopefully you took AC, you know, and like put him like a chokehold and wrestled had some yeah, dollar dolla bills
2: a, yeah i had them in a sleeper hold for a little while and then yeah, they let go oh, all right <laughs> all right I, <laughs> I had to let go and that was it and yeah AC all right that's good
1: <laughs> yeah um i love ac i uh i'm a big slot machine guy so i'm a know, big roulette guy I, you know i used to be but then it's like there's so many people on top of you and around you. Mm. And I've been at tables, maybe just been my luck to where it's been busy and been, you know, packed. And then, you know, I'll be like, hey, can you throw this on so-and-so number? They right. put in the wrong number. Then my mm-hmm. number hits. So I'm like, that's not what I said. Yeah. You know? So it's, I like the slots, sit, drink, you know. Yeah. Smoke a yeah, little get free drink. That's all you want. <laughs> yeah, listen, the free drinks are, are a key when you're at the slot machines. So. Definitely. Definitely might... I actually might be going to AC the end of the month, so we may have we to go. uh film this a different day. There we yeah, that's yet. right. Yeah, because <laughs> if I if I do it live from AC, it's going to... I'm not going to be looking at the camera. I'll be like, over here. I'm like, uh So it's... We'll do something. We'll definitely reschedule for a different day if we do end definitely. up going. There but go. what was not rescheduled or was scheduled in a way, this was not, not scheduled, was someone's return this past Wednesday. Yep. You watched. You did the live coverage. Um, do you want to go into it and talk about yeah, the return? Yeah, let's go
2: right in, right into it. Um well, he had Jericho and Moxley for the interim AEW world title. And, you know, Jericho makes me laugh sometimes. He keeps calling it the AEW world title. No, no, no. no. It's not the AEW world title. It's the interim world title. And he kept calling it, the, he keeps calling it the world title. But, you know, that, that's a whole different story, the interim stuff. Um, but, yeah, Moxley and Jericho had a good match. I'll give them that. Um, lots of blood of course there's lots of blood to Moxley match yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah I, that man bleeds every you know somebody I, I saw somebody tweet he, he, somebody could do a suplex on Moxley and he'll bleed
1: um, <laughs> I think I saw that which, too
2: which, which is very true they do a suplex and he'll bleed Um, so Moxley winds up winning Uh, good for Jericho putting him over at least and then, you know, you have Jazz come out. You have Blackpool Combat come out, start brawling for the millionth time. And Music Hits and comes CM Punk. And I, 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 I literally said, I was like, thank God he is back. Because I couldn't do, I, I couldn't continue to watch that show without him. He makes that show.
1: Was it, like, rumored that he was coming back? Was this unexpected? Was it... <laughs>
2: um, I was expecting it, but I didn't know... I was expecting something to happen. And I thought it would be him, and it was. But you're still surprised when it happens, because, you know, you're not expecting it, but you are at the same time. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Like I said, they need him back right now because there's just I don't know. It, it, AEW has been stagnant for so long, and it was it, this was much needed, much needed return of Punk. You could feel it; the energy picked up right when he came out. Wow! Okay, it really did. It it just so he's their only. I feel like big time star that they have right now. And in his category, that pop, nobody else on that roster is getting that pop.
1: You think um, Kenny, Omega, when he comes back, so, would it be similar or? Um, you know, look at
2: a pop, but I don't know. They're not like it, the yeah. punk pop. I don't know if he could get a Punk Pop. He might be. He like The first time he'll, he'll come out and return, I think he will, which is rumored to be this Wednesday with the trio stuff happening in the Young Bucks. So it, it seems like Kenny Omega is on his way back and it might be this Wednesday. Um, yeah, you know.
1: Is, that, I think is the, that the spot for him, though?
2: The trio titles with the Young Bucks? No, I wouldn't put him in that spot. I would put him back in the main event scene. Right. But, I figured you know, it would be
1: good he could confront the winner of uh, Punk yeah. and Mox. at well, That's what, what All I Out?
2: Yeah, All right. Out. That's what I would have done. But now they got this Trios championship, which I did not want. I didn't really... I'm. I, how many more titles is he going to have? I mean, truthfully.
1: <clears throat> I think they need to stop add in talent and titles and start adding hours to their shows. Yeah. What? You're going to have... Well, I think I saw something that it's been a year since the TNT Championship was defended at a pay-per-view. I don't know if that's correct or not, uh, but it's been a full year. I think it was Miro and... I think it was Miro like- and... Oh, why can't his name is escaping me? Darby Allman. Oh No. Um.
2: um wow. Scarpio Sky.
1: No, this is so bad. Oh my god. Oh, Sammy uh, Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Not. I don't think it was Sammy. It was. <laughs> this is yeah, embarrassing. I, 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 I just named all
2: the T N T champions. Um, he
1: um. He was. He, I don't think he's ever been a champion. He's not really oh, he's never a, been a really wrestler. A He's never been any champion. That. I think he was just feuding with with Jericho. He's been feuding with Jericho. Um, oh, Eddie Kingston?
2: No. Yes!
1: Thank you! Wow. Eddie Kingston? Wow, yes. Eddie Kingston. I think that's what it Jesus. I think that's what it was. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I never...
2: I not remember
1: look. what it said for sure, but I think, like, you know... Punk being back is really good for them, and if if they if AEW was like another hour, or maybe if Rampage was two hours and not at ten o'clock oh. or taped, Don't
2: maybe that would be.
1: <laughs> maybe that might help, but
2: Rampage Rampage is starting to ruin my Friday nights, to be honest. <laughs> and it's it, a like
1: terrible I, time.
2: A terrible time, and. It's just a bad wrestling show. Like if I didn't if I didn't have to do coverage on it with Wrestling Inc, I would not watch that show. Wow. It's so bad. That's funny. So bad. It's it's just horrible. It's a horribly booked show.
1: Actually, really funny.
2: Yeah. But I, oh, I Punk and Moxley, I think we all know who's going to win in that one. I think we know Punk is going to end this whole interim foolishness and just become the main champion, the world champion, the way it should be. And I hope Punk kind of brings Moxley to his level a bit because Moxley kind of makes everybody else play at his game where it's just kind of brawling on the floor. You know, it's... Smoking in the the ring. yeah, Kiss like some no, rules are followed. It's just, uh, I hope Punk brings him back to wrestling a bit. Jericho did a good job. Jericho did a good job on Wednesday last week, bringing him to a wrestling level. You know, not a brawl, not, you know, it was wrestling. Yeah. But Moxley, you don't know. Whatever you, you never know where you're going to get. You could get deathmatch. You could just get chaos or brawling or, you know, bleeding everywhere. You know, blood and wrestling it's fine, but when you do it every week,
1: yeah, you kind of kill it. Yeah, it, it loses like it's like a lore. It's like you don't see it in WWE anymore, obviously. But now. I mean who knows? Now you know everything is changing. But like now, if if you were to see it again. You'd be like, "Wow, okay, Mm -hmm. like this this doesn't happen." You'd be like, "Is he really hurt? Is that real?" Like,
2: I think what's going on there. I immediately think to when blood meant meant something. The Stone Cold Bret Hart match.
1: I immediately think when Bret
2: had the sharpshooter and this blood was just coming down Steve's face, and it meant something. Yeah. and now it's just like okay it's just another week of AEW. It, you know it's yeah. the, the blood and wrestling has no more importance. It's just like okay he's bleeding. Wow yeah, oh, we, see, oh, we what else is we there? saw this we saw this like a half hour ago and yeah. that's the same thing that happened in the Jericho um, Jericho and moxley match. the beginning of the night they had Brody King and Darby All in a coffin match. And 30 seconds into the show, Broda King just starts gushing blood everywhere. On the same show that Moxley and Uh, Jericho had their little bloody brawl. Like, you just, if you're going to have blood in the main event, then don't have it in the opening match the first 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, I agree. It just
2: takes takes everything away from it. It it just doesn't, the importance is gone at that point.
1: Yeah, especially when the title doesn't really sound important either when you no. keep on referring it to as an interim. And, and shout out
2: to Jim Ross. Shout out to Jim Ross. Um, I made note of this during my coverage. He said, you know, I'm not a big fan of this whole interim thing. And then the commentator started to have a little, like, back and forth, like, Taz started to like defend it, and then William Regal was on commentary at the time, and he said he was kind of against it too. And meanwhile, Taz was just trying to like he was trying to just like clean up the mess on aisle five. Like, oh man, they yeah. just they, 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 he he just tried to clean it up, and Jr. and William Regal were like, "Yeah, no,
1: we don't like this." Jr. going rogue.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> Good for Jr. He, he at least he's not a yes man. You know, he, he's not, he's telling it like it is. Yeah. And that's old school JR.
1: Oh yeah. He always, he always did that. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's great because I, I've been tweeting out, I've been tweeting about this, but like back in March, uh, me and Nick were talking about the attitude era this was mm-hmm. like when we were doing like the attitude ever tri- trivia, so like I was like doing my homework, right? And I just I just started watching from ninety seven around when DX formed on, mm-hmm. but then like I got distracted, you know, other things happen. I started watching like other TV, and like usually when I do watch the old attitude ever stuff, it's like background noise, like while I'm here working. Right. But like, it's just, it's it's crazy just like listening to it and then sitting down and watching it. I'm up to the Raw after SummerSlam 98. And like, Undertaker and Kane are just going around, choke slamming, beating the shit out of everybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And JR's commentary was just like, it's spot Cold. on. Oh my, it it's was like, just gold. You, it felt real to you in a way. Like it felt like, holy shit! Like this is like, this is crazy. Like, what's going on?
2: I, I think I said this last week on the show, but he, Jim Ross, is my favorite commentator. Not even just in wrestling, but ever. He's yeah. just if I was having a match, I would want him to call it. I mean, maybe not the current, maybe not the current version of him, just because prime. Jim Rossen is prime. Jim Rossen is prime. Oh, I mean, there's no one that touches him. Nobody. No one.
1: Him and the king. Oh. See, like, they're my favorite. But then, like, when I started, like, rewatching, um, like, everything. Like, SummerSlam from the first. WrestleMania from the first. You know, just listening to, like, Monsoon and... Bobby Heenan. And and then Ventura and Monsoon. First of all...
2: I wasn't too crazy
1: with Ventura. He
2: Uh, kind of was, like, over the top, like... Yeah. He was too over the top for me.
1: Like, he didn't really last long. Uh, Commentary, I don't think. What, like, maybe... Three years he for the pay per views I maybe think a little longer
2: yeah maybe a little longer
1: I think maybe for me it's the the nostalgia of just like hearing him and like oh the yeah he's him saying Hogan Savage mm-hmm. you know the million dollar man it's yeah he well, he
2: when you hear his voice it's it's nostalgic you know you're watching something like from the eighties or something like that
1: yeah and it's. The I think I remember the year I I was going back and watching it ninety something, but the one year Tony Schiavone or maybe the two years he was with the WWF, I thought he was great. Like I I like I like Schiavone and like he's always gonna like I'm gonna think of WCW, you know. Oh yeah, but he I was. He wasn't even, bad at WWF. A young Tony Schiavone. I I think they made a mistake, you know, because he, him and Jr would have been great. Even him and McMahon. It's
2: yeah, I, Schiavone kind of reminds me of WCW. He was kind of like the Jim Ross of WCW at the time yeah. in the '90s and you know the Attitude Era and stuff like that. So I, I'll take Jim Ross over anybody. But I'm just happy Jim Ross. You know he's he's calling certain things out that are, you know everybody else is thinking but aren't saying. And what's Tony Con- Tony Khan's not gonna? What is he gonna do to Jim Ross? I mean he's Jim Ross. Yeah, you're right? not gonna fire him. You know it's not like he's gonna lose a job. I mean I'm sure Tony Khan was probably a fan of Jr. growing up. So oh, I don't
4: absolutely. think Jim Ross
2: is going. To- Jim Ross ain't going anywhere. So I'm kind of happy Jr. is over there. You know his commentary might not be the greatest anymore, but. You know, he's got some zingers still.
1: I I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him in some sort of creative role for WWE. You're like if he does start
2: stage he wants to do that. He's older, health issues. Yeah. I just don't think he would want to do that anymore.
1: Yeah, like if he goes, I guess if, he has it easy.
2: Yeah, if he goes back to WWE, it will be in a Legends role or, you know, Legends deal or something like that will pop up every once in a while. I, You know, it's not going to be anything too crazy. I think he'll stay I, in AEW for a little while.
1: I wouldn't mind... Um, honestly, I wouldn't really mind... Him, if he did come back to some sort of legends deal, because I wouldn't mind a, a new JR Elite from Mattel, that would be cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go.
1: You know, I don't even and know if, I, um, I didn't
2: even realize they had an action figure of him.
1: They, uh, what year was it like oh, a couple, of, maybe like 10 years ago, or maybe a little more. Um. There was like a build a figure set where you had to buy four other guys and there were pieces of JR in the box to uh, put them together and make him. And I think that's like the only think, one uh, yeah. from Mattel. I I but um, yeah, I've seen those. The AEW one does not look like him. That's on Ringside. I haven't collectibles. seen that one. It's not good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it.
2: But shout out to Jr.
1: Yeah, shout out to Jr. Good for Jr. Keeping things
2: keeping things level over there on the AEW commentary. We need it. I think it needs it over there with Excalibur just screaming at out things, and it's just like, oh man.
1: Yeah, I um, I don't really know. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I don't, you know, I don't really. It's like it's weird. Like when I watch it even with raw sometimes i just like drown out the commentary and i'm just (laughs) like i guess like watching like what's happening because it's just so bad at times and missing. maybe things will will get better but um right now it's um right now it's more like uh I don't know. It's like I think the stories are getting a little better for me to where it's like, all right, certain things on commentary make sense. But then like I'll see you live tweet something and I'll be like, They said that? Or like right. this happened. Then I go back, mm-hmm. and I was like, Wow, it's like what it's like, what am I listening to? Maybe I'm just more en- engaged in like what's happening. Oh, and you're doing whatever, but
2: when you're doing live coverage, I try and make myself, like, aware of everything that's going on. Usually, yeah. like, if I'm just watching as a fan, I'm probably not going to pay attention to everything. Like, I'm not going to care what commentary's saying. saying. Um, but once you – when you do coverage, like, I try and pay attention to everything. Like, I try and pay attention to the commentary, the promos, the, you know, the backstage stuff. It, you, I just try and make myself aware of everything.
1: Do you, like, take notes? No, for like I just, later on, like or
2: no, I just, I just try and pay attention more. You know, as a fa- like, if I was just watching as a fan, yeah, you know, I wouldn't pay attention. To, you know, pay attention as much, but now that, that I'm doing sense. coverage for Wrestling Inc, I kind of have to pay attention to it a little bit more.
1: Got it? Yeah, because it's <laughs> like. When we first started doing this, I would um. I would try, like the live tweeting, but mm-hmm. then it's like, it would just be so bad that I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
2: I'm well, done. Uh, it's hard. It's hard doing coverage, oh. for a wrestling website and trying to somehow, some way make sense of what's going on the television. Sometimes, but I try my best and I hope. I hope I do a
1: better enough job at it than. No, I, I think you're stuff. good. I mean, because, uh, what was it? when I traveled for work uh, last month? I it was on a Monday, and we ended up uh, doing like a dinner and, and shit. So like when I got back, it was after eleven, and so I was like, damn, I was like, what the hell happened on RAW? And like I was, I just went to Wrestle and Inc. And I just Mm -hmm. follow through everything you tweeted. And I was like, oh, I'm like, my cool stuff happened. But I (laughs) didn't really miss much. So, (laughs) yeah, Uh, well, things Um, are different now. Yeah, it it definitely is. And hopefully that continues tonight. (laughs) And I am just going through right now and want to let everyone know that that wrestling trivia is about to start uh we have our first guest matt who's in the waiting room i'm going to tweet out right now that trivia is happening and sorry for those watching uh i don't mean to be talking through my steps i just don't want there to be a long silence and everyone thinks like, hey, the podcast ended." So, um... Yeah. I'm just doing that right now. And... And you know what? Th- this is why you shouldn't do two things at once. I just <laughs> tweeted out...
2: This is why we need commercial <laughs> breaks.
1: <laughs> oh, we definitely need a commercial <laughs> break. And we have to take one before it starts. But... Real quick, in order for me to hype up wrestling trivia, I just t- tweeted out, Trivia wrestling starts. Exclamation points, And I hit tweet. <laughs> so on that, there note, um, on that note, I'm going to take a quick break. And I will let Matt join us. We'll talk to Matt, get to know Matt. And then once the champ Ladarius arrives, we can introduce Ladarius and get that started. So hold on for one second, and we will be right back. Are you
4: suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: and we're back all right uh what time is it 31 minutes gotta write that down so we could get our sponsors in there but let's introduce matt hey matt how's it going hey what's going on guys thanks for having me on no problem welcome thank you for taking the time out and joining us
0: not a problem. I'm always down to talk some wrestling, do a little bit of trivia. I'm going to be honest, uh, I'm I'm interested to see how I do because I missed about a solid 10-year gap in wrestling and I had to <laughs> catch up via the network. So, uh, you know, I when I hit high school, they were kind of like making fun of me for being a wrestling fan and being an athlete at the same time. So I had to choose one or the other. I had to choose a social life for wrestling. So I missed, <laughs> I missed all the Ruthless Aggression era. And uh, oh. came back around WrestleMania 30.
1: Okay, well you know
2: that I've heard that from a lot of people. They say you know I didn't come back until WrestleMania 30, and I, that's. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Go and ahead, that Sarah. time
2: period. That time period is like, I guess it's because the network came out right then.
0: I'll be honest, I, and I tell this on any wrestling show that I you know I'm a guest on, I was. With my wife, we were just in—you know—we were watching TV in our apartment. We had just gotten our apartment not long before that, and uh, I was—I was flipping through channels, and I turned on E, and I saw a bunch of these wrestlers, female wrestlers, that Total Divas show. I was like, huh. So my curiosity got the best of me. I turned on Raw the next night, and I didn't recognize anybody. And I had no idea who John Cena was. I had no idea who Dolph Ziggler was. Oh, wow. I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? I recognize a couple of people. I saw that the Undertaker was coming back. I, I remember Batista. So I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot. And then it was just like I fell in love with it all over again from there.
2: Yeah. That's what happens to a lot of people. They just, you know, it's a they become a lapsed fan, and then something brings them back. And I hear that from I, a lot of people.
0: I was a hardcore fan in the in the late '90s when WCW got bought and I realized that they completely like botched the invasion angle, I stopped. Oh, it was horrible.
2: We could have a whole episode on that. That Yeah. That literally could be an entire episode.
1: Well, it was, it was rough. (laughs) Yeah. The trivia questions are, should be fine. I'm looking at them now. I didn't really go too current. Um, if you're watching now, one of them you'll know, hopefully. Okay. And the the final one might be a little tricky. So that might be just a shot on the door for everybody. But the um let me see. Yeah, I mean they're they're all like early, they're like attitude ever It's more if you've go. been a fan from like the eighties and like attitude error, they'll be good. There's only five, um, so yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Oh, listen, we're <laughs> we're happy to have you. And yeah, while I am reaching out to Ladarius uh, Matt, why don't you tell us about yourself, what you do, and where we could find you? All right, so uh, I'm from Baltimore,
0: Maryland. I have a podcast, Bearded Wholesome, and all things Baltimore. I usually interview people that are uh, either from the the area or have lived here for professional purposes. I've interviewed uh, football players, baseball players, pro wrestlers, um, musicians, educators, artists, musicians. Um, That's my first project that I do. I write for StadiumRant.com. I'm a Ravens writer for Flock the North on their website. And I just started uh, another podcast under their uh stadium ramp banner flock the north podcast so we do uh by you know two shows a week on that and uh on top of that i'm a girl dad (laughs) i have a a four-year-old almost five-year-old little girl and uh i'm a correctional officer full-time during the day oh that's awesome i've been doing that for about uh,
1: 12 years how do you have the time
0: (laughs) I'm exhausted listening to
1: all that. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, I have a fantastic wife that, you know, helps me have an outlet and these are my hobbies that, you know, I enjoy doing. This is a lot more constructive than uh, anything else that I could be addicted to. I'm just addicted to making content and, and making, you know, videos and, and shows for people. I enjoy what I do. I, I'm more, I, I like I like being guests on shows too, so it's cool that you know I get recognized for some of the work that I do.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, are you a Baltimore Orioles fan?
0: I am a diehard Orioles fan.
2: Yeah, good for you. You're having a good. They might make it.
0: Uh, you know, I'm. I was kind of, you know, I was I was cautiously optimistic this year, and we mm-hmm. we we strung together that ten game win streak, and we still ended up trading Trey Mancini, and. uh we're a little bit farther along in the rebuild process than I thought. I've sat through quite a few rebuilds as a Baltimore Orioles fan. And I remember after the 96 team broke up. And then I remember after the 2012 team broke up. And then I remember trading Manny Machado, which was like the start of this rebuild oh. with Michael Lyons coming in. Mm-hmm. And I saw how he rebuilt the Houston Astros. And he's literally doing the same thing with us. So I'm like hopeful that I get to see a World Series in my lifetime. I've seen two Ravens Super Bowls in my life. And I want to see that Orioles World Series. I'll sell a kidney if I got to go to one of the games I just, I, That's what I want man before it's all said and done I, just, I want to go to one Orioles World Series game. I was I wasn't born yet the last time the Orioles were uh, in the World Series. That was six years before I got here.
2: Wow I hope the Orioles make it this year Baltimore is a great great uh, sports town Great sports town. I've been there, I've been there it's so nice the Inner Harbor and stuff like that. I, I The Orioles have a good fan base, loyal. I, I hope they make it this year.
0: I actually got my daughter into baseball. She went to – we took her to her first game a couple of weeks ago, and she absolutely loved the stadium. So that excited oh, Camden, me.
2: Camden Yards is one of the top I, – I put it at top five, really, in the sport.
0: I, 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 I do too. Um, I had to break her heart, though, and tell her she fell in love with Trey Mancini. And then oh. literally a week and a half after we saw Trey live, they traded him.
2: That's <laughs> oh. terrible. And the run that they're on too, you would think they would keep somebody like that. Uh,
0: I, I, I put my faith in Elias, Mike Elias. A lot of the time mm-hmm. I, I, I was starting to question it. But once I saw these guys that we got coming up and how good our farm system is being rated by everybody in baseball, we got six guys in the top 100 right now. So, yeah. For prospects, so I'm, 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 you know, looking forward to that. I know prospects is a is a funny term because probably eighty percent of the time they don't work out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> especially especially for the Yankees lately.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, you're yeah. a Yankees fan.
3: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. That's right. You are okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't hate you guys the way that a lot of Orioles fans do. Um, because at the end of the day, you guys just do what every team wishes they could do. And that's just wield an unlimited amount of money and throw it at the best players in baseball, hoping to win a world series. And at the end of the day, not anymore. Of <laughs> well, not anymore, but when, when George yeah. was alive, you guys, you know, we're printing money.
1: And I, and I miss him. I, I miss him because I don't feel that they're doing what they need to do to be a competitive team for the long haul and i feel like they let a lot of pieces go that they should have went for and it's you know it's it's almost like investing you know it's there at, there has to be a time when you need to sell your investment and cash out or trade your investment for something else and it's almost like look at everyone who purchased or sat on Uh, Fernando Tatis rookie cards they're almost almost worthless now so like you never know when what you have is gonna not hold any value anymore and I just feel like the Yankees should have just either gave everything for Soto or did a little more to get Castillo
0: Soto was that was a highway robbery anyway
2: oh no that was a robbery Uh
0: it was highway robbery. And the thing is, Soto is going to be a very good baseball player. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, you're already paying John uh, Giancarlo uh, blo- a boatload of money. You're going to mm-hmm. have to pay Aaron Judge. I, if Aaron Judge hits the free agent market, you guys might lose him. Because it's one of the – I got somebody like the Dodgers sweeping in. And, and not that they need him, but they have the money to pay him. Mm-hmm. Or somebody like Boston. The last thing you want to do is see Judge wearing 99 in Boston for the next 10 years.
1: <laughs> With that I uh, will never forgive the Yankees if they don't do everything they can to sign Judge.
2: Like if well, they you, go all out.
1: To. You have they, to. they need to. That needs to be their number one priority. It, 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 stop playing around. And give him what he wants. That's him. Just do it. Like, what are you waiting for?
0: His baseline should be Trout's contract. You I agree. Mean, the baseline. The thing is, you're paying Judge for what he's going to do for you the next 10 years, not what he's already done for you. Exactly and, right. And, and you're pay, you pay for pr- projection. You don't pay for what have you done for me. In that case, Albert Pujols would still be getting paid. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So um as an Oriole fan, would I love to see Judge in a different uniform? Yes, but realistically, <laughs> as a as a common sense baseball fan, Aaron Judge needs to be a Yankee for the simple fact that that's good for baseball anyway. He's synonymous yeah. with you guys, and um, it's good for business. It's good for it business, is. but it, it's a good period. You know, you, you mm. he's one of your homegrowns. It's not like you exactly. you it's not like he went and bought him. That's like when we traded Manny no. Machado. When we traded Manny Machado, you traded your your you know your first homegrown star since Cal Ripken. Yeah, and it's yeah. like everybody hates the Yankees for the way they do business, but the thing is, you know, it's a different regime because if this was George Judge
1: have been signed two years ago, oh, absolutely, blank yeah. <laughs> yeah. check here you go. Or and, during this run, he would have signed him right away by the All Star exactly. break. George would have signed them, and I agree with you.
0: And the thing is. As much as I don't like the Yankees, one of our homegrown baseball talents played for you guys for years. Mark Teixeira, um, yeah, he went to my high school. He was a, he was about a decade before me in graduating, but he still mm-hmm. holds all the baseball records. He's wow. he, hit over, he hit over thirty home runs in a season, and he was just he was built like that when he was eighteen, which is crazy.
1: That is and, crazy. And I'm wow. friends
0: with the, I'm friends with a couple of the guys he graduated with, and you know we're a little bit after him. A lot of people get mad at Mark Teixeira for not signing with the Orioles. The Orioles never made him an offer. Exactly. They always
2: boo him for that, too. And they always say, well, they didn't, they didn't him make him an offer.
0: They <laughs> yeah. made him no offer. It's not like they even like lowballed him. They they didn't even come to him. So, of course, he's going to go where he has a chance to win a yeah. World Series. I mean,
1: I never blame him makes for that. Sense. Yeah. Oh, it looks like we have the Darius, so Let's bring him on in. The champ is here. The Darius, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing good. I was just in gorilla position listening to you guys. Just, <laughs> just talking about,
1: uh, you know, Orioles,
3: Yankees. I'm just the Cubs fan, so we don't need to talk about them. Uh, so, you guys got the coolest <laughs> stadium in baseball. Yeah. yeah. We, that we do, but we don't have the coolest team.
0: So... That's on my bucket list to get over to Wrigley Field. Me too. That's my bucket. on my bucket list.
1: Yeah, I need to go there too. A buddy of mine went there for work who's not a baseball fan and went to a game. I was like I'm like, have you even been to Yankee Stadium that you're going to Wrigley? And it's like, it's crazy <laughs> that how that worked out. Uh um all right, I am going to shoot the horn, go around. I'll let everyone introduce themselves so we can kick off wrestling trivia, and we'll start with Sal. Um, you guys just drop your name um, where we could find you for your shows. Uh, if you want to throw your Twitter handle on there, uh, you can do that as well. This way, um, just everybody knows who you guys are and where they can find you. And we'll start with Sal, and then we'll... Hit it around.
2: Yeah. Uh, at Sal underscore Casella on Twitter. Uh, follow Wrestling Inc. I do live coverage with them for all the major shows for wrestling. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all the AEW events. I do all the coverage for them. Follow Wrestling Inc. And you can see it all. Then even tonight on Raw.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Sal. And Matt, go ahead. You could go.
0: Hey, I'm Matt Trigger. I am the host of Bearded, Wholesome, and all things Baltimore podcast and the host of Flock the North podcast. Uh, you can find me at BWATB podcast. You can check out my most recent episode that dropped today on all major streaming platforms with former Ravens and Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl winning cornerback uh, Corey Ivey. I had a chance to interview him yesterday. The audio is now available. And uh, – I'm just happy to be a part of wrestling trivia. It's nice to, you know, you guys had me on the show. Thank you.
3: Of course. Oh, Darius, all you. Thank you. Sorry, I got, I got flustered. <laughs> <Doesn't happen laughs> um, you can find me at Twitter here at underscore Brown, and I have a podcast, uh, Sports in the World podcast. We we'll talk about sports and just anything connected to it as well, including wrestling. Um you know, I do some writing. I write for i on the NFL analyst for the NFC. I write there. So and I'm just once again happy to be here, happy to, to get some FaceTime, meet some see some a new face and two two familiar faces.
1: And that's like the best thing about this is that while you know we get to talk about a passion that we have, we also get to meet other new people. Who have the same passion. So that, that, to me, that's pretty cool. And, you know, you guys are thanking us. We should be thanking you. Thank you for taking up the time of your day to be guests on the show. And I hope my questions don't suck. (laughs) So, uh, what we're going to do is, I actually took the time and I typed out all the questions. I'll read them, but, you know, the banner will show up below. This way, you know, you guys could see it and write down your answers. I have four choices for each question. Uh, A, B, C, or D. And uh, what, Sal? Two points each? Yes, two
2: points each, and then the fifth one is like a final jeopardy.
1: So yeah, you could wager everything. You could wager nothing. And the winner will be back. Hopefully, we can do this next week. And so on and so on. And I'm looking to, um, we have a couple of sponsors. Um, we have a sponsor with Canada dips. It's, it's a CBD um, pouch. So instead of using like a vape or as an edible, it's almost like a chewing tobacco. Um, if the winner would like a, a, a sample product that we have, uh, you could let me know, and I could go ahead and ship that out to you. And that's courtesy of Canadips, and I believe I still have the yes, I do. Boom, there it is. So that little tracker is at the bottom. Uh, there's the website. Uh, it's CanadipsCBD.com, and if you use the code wrestle and twenty, you could save. Or I think we're using Belly Up twenty. Belly up 20, wrestle in 20, whatever you do, as long as you guys save, that's all that matters. All right. Do you have your pencils and your paper ready for question number one? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm the contrarian. I just brought a whiteboard. There we go. It. I love it. So, it's got to get a little water. <clears throat> question one. Who became the youngest world heavyweight champion at SummerSlam 2004? Was it A, Brock Lesnar, B, John Cena, C, Randy Orton, or D, Batista? Again, for those listening at home, the question is, who became the youngest world heavyweight champion at SummerSlam 2004? Are we all locked in?
3: Yes. locked. In. Almost. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. Hang all on. right. All right. Okay. Locked in.
1: All right. Uh, go ahead, Matt. You can go first. Who do you have? If
0: anybody can see that, see Randy Orton.
1: Randy Orton is correct. Do we all have Randy Orton? Yes. Randy Orton. There we I, go. I put
3: Randall. So I believe it's like, Randall
1: Randall Randall Orton is <laughs> very nice is touch. accurate. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Sal, are you taking the are you? Yeah, I got it. Down? I'll put it on the side here. Thank you. I appreciate that. Alrighty. And now everyone got that right, which means my questions don't suck. Question number two. <laughs> which unique match made its debut at SummerSlam? Is it A, the Elimination Chamber, B, TLC, C, First Blood, or D, Ladder Match? Again, the question is, which unique match made its debut at SummerSlam? A, Elimination Chamber, B, TLC, C, First Blood, or D, Ladder? I'm locked in.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess I'm between low. two of
1: them. Yeah, me too. Uh, so are we locked uh, in? I, I'm locked in. All right. Matt has TLC, which is choice B, and that is correct. I believe oh, that was the right.
0: Edge Christian, the Hardys, and the Dudleys. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: Son of a. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I went, I was down between A era. and B. Uh, a and B. Yeah. I, couldn't- I was too.
2: I was yeah. between B and C. Cuz I know Elimination Chamber was Survivor Series, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
3: I, I don't I know, know how I too. got it mixed up in my head. That's well, that my Elimination Chamber.
1: By the way. Which one?
0: Elimination Chamber is my favorite pay-per-view. Oh, but, yeah. I hate I, how they I modified it. I love I love the old school one with the, with no padding and none of that stuff, but
1: me yeah, too. Yeah, now it's now it's soft. But um yes, TLC debuted at SummerSlam and I believe First Blood debuted at King of the Ring with Austin and Kane. That's right. I believe yeah. that's when the first time I they think did it was like that. 98 maybe or 99. 98, yeah. 98. Mm. That's when Foley went right off the cell.
2: Is that when it debuted?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah, I, I just been. I I'm up to that point, or I'm I'm a little past that, uh, when I'm doing my rewatch of Monday Night Raw. So. See,
2: you you forget all about what happened after that match, after that oh, whole no. whole match. you fr- You really forget good. you forget everything else that happened on that pay per view.
0: And and watching some of the documentaries that Undertaker's been on lately, talking about how he wrestled that entire match on a broken ankle. Yeah, it's just crazy. crazy. It's even
1: crazier. Unbelievable. And it is now time for question three. Which wrestler has competed in the most SummerSlam events? Oh. Is it A, Hulk Hogan, B, John Cena, C, Shawn Michaels, or D, The Undertaker? I'm, I'm purely guessing at this one. All right. I think I know this one. I'm Are you in cell? Yeah. All right. We have Shawn Michaels, that is incorrect. Ah.
2: We have Cena, Cena.
1: We have Cena. that is also incorrect. I think, <gasps> right. I, think I, I think it's the Undertaker. It is the Undertaker. Really? I yeah. believe it's... he's like 16 or
3: 16. something. 16. I think wow. yeah. I think it's like him and Triple H I mean, something like that, but I knew. The Undertaker competed at his fair share of stuff. Yes,
2: wow. All right. Um, I mean, Cena just—I it I just felt like main event at every SummerSlam. It does like feel two, that way th- from yeah. like 2006 to like 2017. <laughs> he I know really main every everyone.
1: I know that. That's why I threw some older guys in there who, yeah. you know. Hey, that's cool,
0: man. You know, I I I honestly just went with HBK because. He had like one of the most infamous SummerSlam matches with the Razor Ramon in the in the double Intercontinental title ladder match, you know. So, I just kind of figured he kind of kept that streak going because I missed, like I told you, I, I missed a good ten years.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. It's it, you know what, Shawn Michaels wouldn't be that far off. No. I don't know what he's at, but um, he might have been at one of these. For question number four. What year did the first oh. SummerSlam take place? Is it A, 1986, B, 1987, C, 1988, or D, 1989? I'm taking another guess here. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it narrow between two. So uh, I'll read it one more time and then you guys let me know if you're locked in. I what locked year in. did the first... Oh, you were locked in? Yeah, I'm, I'm locked, locked in. 88. We all you are are all correct. Good job. Have... The answer is C, 1988.
0: The so only reason I'm... I thought about that is because in 2018, they were talking like it was the 30-year anniversary 30. of summer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only thing I, I I was like, did that
3: happen, or am yeah. I just yeah. thinking of things? But, yeah, because I was born in 88, so that's that's how I got it. I there. was born in 89, so... So, yeah. So me and Summer
1: Slam are about the same age. So, I don't want to hear the year Sal was born, so I'm not going to say the year I was born. What was that? 2000? Two thousand two thousand ninety-nine.
2: I was at okay. ninety-nine. Okay, oh,
1: okay, that's that's, that's not
3: that's not that's
0: terrible. You know what? I, I, I feel respect the hustle, now, though. But... You're one of the you're one of the new generation that actually works and has you know some type of work ethic. That is yeah. true, he and does. as older
1: and as older people appreciate that, we do. But my yeah. year was eighty-six. I was. Uh, I had yeah. almost had to get 19, off my lawn moment. <laughs> 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 Same here. Get my rocking chair right out here. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me you see you the some. gray in my beard. Um, Sal, what's the 20, the, the we all have point, this point total? We all have six. Okay. Oh, okay. So question number five, before I let you know what it is, what's everyone's wager? I'm I'm going all in. That's what I'm in. doing. All oh, everyone is all in. Okay, question number five, the final one. And don't show me the answer yet. I'm going to read it twice, and then for dramatic effect, I'll call on you uh, one at mm-hmm. a time, being that you're all tied and you're all all in. All right, the final question: Who is the only wrestler to have a match at the start of the show? and at the end of the show? Is it A, Randy Orton, B, Alberto Del Rio, C, Daniel Bryan, or D, Sheamus? Again, uh... the question is, who is the (laughs) only wrestler to have a match at the start of the show and at the end of the show? Is it A, Randy Orton, B, Alberto Del Rio, C, Daniel Bryan, Or D, Sheamus. Mm. To add to the the dramatic effect, I would like the reigning scoreboard attic champion, Ladarius, to go first to see if we have a new champion or if we have a tiebreaker, which I do not have a question for. So... (laughs) 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 Ladarius, who uh, do you have?
3: Uh, once again, narrowed it to two. Two, I just limit up the top of the head. It's just trying to figure who would main event. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I went with Alberto
1: Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio is correct. Oh my god! Is it really? It, it is. is. It oh, is
0: really. I'm, I'm guessing thinking... you guys
1: don't have Del Rio. Not I had Daniel Seamus. Bryan. What? what I thought
0: Daniel. Didn't I thought Daniel Bryan opened Mania
3: Thirty and closed it so, because for some reason I pictured it. Oh well, no, my this head. is
1: this is the SummerSlam. This is for this is still all um, the SummerSlam trivia still.
0: Oh, okay. Either way. Yeah. Wait
1: a minute.
2: But didn't Sheamus cash in the Money in the Bank at one of the what
1: was Survivor it? Series? He cashed in on Roman. Who am Del I Rio, who in? Del Rio cashed in on Punk.
2: Wow, I don't even remember that. I, yeah, I I went good for, for the one.
1: Yeah,
3: I just went for the one that that just seemed like an outlier.
1: Yeah, yeah well, outlier. that's why yeah. I put everyone who was the Money in the Bank winner because, in there. So yeah. Orton
2: did it, didn't Orton do it at Summerslam?
1: Yeah, but he cashed in on Brian and he didn't wrestle on the show at all.
2: That should have been, been a Rio giveaway.
1: Del Rio opened good, the ma- Open the good show.
0: The job of Darius. Yeah. that was, was a great poll. That was that, that was a good
1: question. Thank that was, you. That, that was, was a good question. That was a very was good awesome. question. That was good. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, thank you guys again for comment on the, the show the uh, water. Jesus. I'll let you yeah, I've been doing I've been doing the same thing after every question I was like I gotta stay
3: hydrated because that one because I can under because I can kind of see where Sal was coming from.
2: He right I I was thinking money in the bank because miss
3: yeah and then something told me to go back and say it was who would start who would start it. Uh, of those four I broke it down to I can see either Daniel Bryan or Del Rio starting the pay-per-view. And right. So it was a matter of kind of taking that and layering it down again and saying, well, who would make more logical sense at that pay-per-view? And I flipped the coin and it went Del Rio. And
2: in my I, head,
3: I, I, I flipped the coin. Cause I, I, I
2: yeah, yeah. It, it, I thought it, Del Rio was weird. I was like, you know what? Why is that in I, there? But I didn't, I wasn't, I, completely forgot that he cashed in on punk. That's um,
0: a terrible decision. I, yeah. I, CM Punk is the modern day Bret Hart. He is the most bitter man on this planet. Hey,
2: that he is. That he is. You don't
0: you, you're not a fan of Punk? I'm a fan of Punk's abilities and what he brings to wrestling. Me too. Me too. I, I just think that he is very uh much a mark for himself and
1: you know what okay i i need to take a quick a quick break and then i'm going to tell you about my cm punk story oh boy all right let me take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're back okay um that was for the audio um portion if you're watching the show and you saw that you got a little behind the scenes behind the curtain as (laughs) they say punk cm punk my cm punk story boston survivor series 2013 because this is right before he left so me and my boy, never been to Boston before. It's cold. It's November. My jacket is on. My hat is on. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the map. I'm like, where the fuck are we going? He goes, dude, CM Punk and AJ. I'm like, okay, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm looking for a place to eat on the map. He goes, no, dude. Pulls me over. I look over. CM Punk and AJ. Hold in. Like a Dunkin' Donuts cup. I was like, holy shit. That's awesome. Look around. There's like no one. We go up to them and he goes, hey, uh, CM Punk, do you mind if I take a picture? And he goes, fine. God, come on. AJ AJ's like, come on. Can we just leave? So I take on my digital camera because that's how long ago this was. I take it for him. Boom. And then he goes to walk away. I go, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Like Mr. Punk. I'm like, do you mind um, if Punk. I could take one with you, too? He goes, if we're going to do this, we're going to, and quote, word for word, I'll never forget it. He goes, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this in the middle of the fucking street. I was like, okay. (laughs) So we're standing in the middle of a Boston street, and I took a picture with him, smiled, walked away. (laughs) And as we're walking, I'm like, it was Saturday. So I'm like, see you guys tomorrow at Survivor Series. Complete douchebag. I didn't ask him for like an autograph or anything. You know, it wasn't like when he did that pipe bomb where he goes, oh, people just shove things in your face. I was polite. If he would have been like, hey, listen, now's not a good time. I'd have been like, all right, cool. No problem. You know, thanks anyway. But he was a whiny bitch about it. And because of that, because of that, I was in a hot topic and they had that's the a hot throwback Topic right
3: there. Ex- Holy crap.
1: Man. Yeah, yeah. The hot, <laughs> Jesus. the hot Topic exclusive CM Punk Punko Fuck. Punko Fuck. Punko Funko Pop. What the fuck is going on today? <laughs> the CM Punk um Funko and it's him in the Bret Hart attire. They were having a sale. Buy one pop. Get one like uh, half off. I was like, fuck him. He was mean to me. Never purchased <laughs> it. <laughs> Go look how much that shit's worth today.
0: Yeah. 300
1: to like 500 bucks. I I don't have a problem
0: with Punk. It's just that uh, he's just, he's so arrogant. And the thing is, it's unwarranted at this point. You're in your mid-40s. Uh, I really thought the reason that he went to AEW was to kind of help get the company off the ground as opposed to wanting a title reign. I'm hmm. I'm almost I'm almost convinced that he probably negotiated that somewhere in his deal, yeah. and I think yeah. Tony Khan is such a sucker that he went for it because they have not built many of their own homegrown stars, and they have not. I just th- I just think that you know he, he's too old to be acting the way that he does. He's you, not. You, he, you
1: called. You called Tony Khan a sucker. <laughs> I disagree with that. Tony Khan is a fucking Mark. Is what oh no, he he's is. definitely a Mark. And but he's, it's, he's no. Sucker. He's a sucker too. He's a sucker too. <laughs> I want to call him a Mark, but it's. I, I I agree with that. I it's. Don't burn bridges. Not that he needs to go back, but like, dude. If it wasn't for WWE, you wouldn't have no him. one would really know who CM Punk is. No. Nope. My You're honest right. opinion, he wouldn't have got handed a UFC contract for two fights on TV. He didn't deserve that And he wouldn't was. be riding for Marvel. Yeah, he no. wouldn't be back in a d- – listen, you could be really good, which, listen, he was. The Summer of Punk, I loved it. The pipe bomb was great. His match with Lesnar terribly. was fantastic. Yeah. He's good in the ring. He's just not as good as he thinks he is. Yeah. He's not on my Mount Rushmore. He's not in my top ten. He not even my top a, twenty. He
2: tries to make it seem like he's on a Cena level or a Rock level, and or he's not. Level, and and he's, he's not there. And he's
3: nowhere near it. That, yeah, he's
2: nowhere gross. near. It's he's nowhere near that level of star. Like, yeah, he's the most over guy in AEW, but.
3: But that's really because really of the
2: internet
0: it. wrestling that's must- Yeah, that's the IWC that put him over. He was gone for so long, and he literally walked out of a company that was paying him millions, and then they ended up terminating him on his wedding day, which was kind of funny, if you think about it. In in the in the I don't like punk thing, that was kind of like his 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 I guess atonement for what he had done, but. I I don't think that he makes their product better. And I have a hard time with their product. I, it, it seems like it's yeah, a glorified a indie wrestling show. Like the production value sucks. You're three years in, your, your production value should be better. They rely on blood and gore too much.
1: Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off,
3: man. I just No, just... you're fine. I, I thought
1: Darius had something that you wanted. Oh, to Oh, I did, but oh. I,
3: I saw. Yeah, so I saw. So you go ahead because you were. You were. No, you're, you're, you're fine, were, man. You were, I was. I was to... I'm. I'm. I'm cool with the dialogue, man. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um. No, my, my whole thing is the whole thing with my whole thing with AEW is is it's a dual issue. My first issue is it's fine. You're bringing in people. I don't have a problem with that. But I, I think of it this way: there's a reason why in sport you're only limited to how many people you have on a roster because you can only use so many players on a roster and you can only give out so many opportunities on a roster. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not blaming Tony Khan. I, I, I don't mind guys coming, you know, making debuts, but to the point, there's only a, so many AEW shows you got. That's number one. Like, and then secondly, it's, it's, there's only so many opportunities you can hand out, right? I, and I think that it, yet when you break it down, I, I think that's one problem. Another problem is is that some of their title reigns have been absolutely terrible. Yeah, and and, and I it's agree. people I it's people I like, like I'm 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 a huge Thunder Rosa fan, huge. Oh. But <laughs> if I but if I tell you that I just heard the. Yeah, but Jay, me, I just
2: because I agree because her title reign has been
3: horrible be, because to me the chase seemed better than what yep. we're getting now because I can argue that Jade Cargill is more over and she's the TBS champion, which would kind of equate to maybe kind of like the IC United States championship in the con. She's more over mm-hmm. than your company's champion, your, your women's champion and and then. When you look at Adam Page, I think you guys had talked about this on an episode about Adam Page. If mm-hmm. somebody told you, hey, that guy was an AEW champion, they'd laugh in your face at the way he's yeah. being used now. They'd like, hey. terribly.
0: Yeah, I feel like yeah. they are joking, right?
3: Like, he's not a champion. To me, AEW's is not terrible, but like Rampage, that's a whole different conversation. But Oof. that's, that's, uh, I, here's
2: try doing coverage for that show. Yeah, you know oh, what? It it's I, not easy.
3: I follow you, and I'm like, I don't know how this man does it. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> and easy. I just simply say, when I see your tweets, he's a better man than me.
0: <laughs> here's the, here's the thing I don't want to make this a long drawn, like winded thing. Yeah. I argue with a lot of AEW fans online, I, it's kind of like a me hobby too. of mine. <laughs> I asked them one thing and they can never answer the question directly or competently. Tony Khan literally bought up almost every WWE outcast the last two years. And he has literally elevated none of them past where they were with WWE. He made Adam Cole a joke. He's goofing off with the young bucks. It's so stupid. And they literally just reformed the United, uh, the Undisputed era over there, which is cool. But the thing is, it's the they're it's like they're all playing grab ass with each other, and <laughs> yeah. Malachi Black is no higher on the pecking order. He's not even the best dude in his faction. Rody King is the star of that. Um, and and you're giving Jericho so much TV time. Jericho is done. Let him kind of transition to the next phase of his wrestling career. And the thing is, it's obvious to see with how WWE booked Cody upon his return. Jericho's going back the minute he gets a chance.
2: Oh, that's that. So oh, is Moxley.
0: There, and then he's got you. How do you how do you Moxley ruin your relationship? Wanna... How do you ruin your relationship yeah. with MJF? He's he yeah. He's, how do you ruin that? Yeah, he is dying yeah. he's he's liquid gold and you're the minute he gets out of his contract, Triple H is signing him.
1: Oh absolutely. It's a it's a, that it's a, a, wrap. a
0: That's gonna be <laughs> it's a, another another dagger into the heart.
1: You you said that you argue with AEW fans. How many of them I block do. you?
0: More than I'd care, care to admit. Uh between Facebook and Twitter, I'm gonna venture off. I'm probably
1: around 80. <laughs> I <guess>. that's great. <laughs> I, I I show Sal like what happens. Um Punk comes back last Wednesday and like right before I guess like, he made the save, and then like right before him and Mox meet face to face. Someone dubbed the My Way WrestleMania 17 theme to that to compare them to rock and Austin. I <laughs> said, I said, uh, I got, I got really heated because I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, and this is the problem with AEW marks. Cause they don't know shit. And this is what I said. I'm like, you can't compare them two to that. And then I hate when people say, outlandish st- i'm getting heated i hate when people say outlander <laughs> stuff and they go oh it's just an opinion stop it no no, it's not. no 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 listen your opinion on like oh you know i like it this way no you're wrong you're just flat out wrong there's opinions and then there's being wrong you can't compare cm punk and john mockley who was just smoking a cigarette and kissing a dude you know, in GCW the other night oh God, to, that was awful. to the two most influential wrestlers ever, ever. They're on my Mount Rushmore rock and Austin. Absolutely. You can't compare any, I don't think there's even any two in WWE right now. I would compare compared to those two right now. There isn't, I wouldn't, you know, I would say maybe, maybe Orton and Cena back, back then, but they did it too many times for it to be special. And like Rock and Austin just hit differently. And, you know, Crybaby Punk, you, you can't really compare him to one of the to two of the greats ever. What? I'm like, no. I'm like, listen, I'm like, you're wrong. And I started, I don't like doing this. But just so I, I get some context, I was just looking at like their tweets and stuff and going through their retweets. And like he called me a dumbass. I'm like, you know, looking at your Twitter timeline, I'm like, one one would think otherwise. And then he blocked me. But it was just, I, I get it's just wrestling, and I do this for fun. But it's it's like a cult, you know. with it really with that AEW yeah. Kool Aid drinking, yeah. you know. It's the tribal. There's too
2: much. There's it's too much tribalism cool. in wrestling right now. Exactly I don't want to it. ask you
0: a question, man how do yeah. you how do you remain objective in your reporting on all this knowing that it, the fans literally ruin majority of the experiences like how do you how do you manage to stay objective when you know that one product is superior to the other and then you gotta report on it objectively like it doesn't suck
2: i yeah i i just try and stay unbiased. You know, I'm kind of the, I'm the type of wrestling fan where I watch both companies. I watch AEW, I watch WWE. I try to be fair to both of them when I think something is garbage. I'm going to say it's garbage, but you know, say it in a like a you know a better way than that. But it you know you you, you get feedback, and it's just like okay, well, you saw something totally different than I saw, but I try. I try and may remain unbiased and just it's hard sometimes to describe what I'm watching, but I try my best
0: because I watch wrestling as purely as a fan. I I don't have any shows or any content that's based around wrestling. I've had, I mean, I've had the pleasure of interviewing a couple of pro wrestlers, but it's kind of like me with the Baltimore Ravens. I don't watch them anymore. It's just a purely a fan. I got to remain objective and I get, killed in my messages about my unbiased take on them and i have to take the, the purple glasses off and it's like you have to sit through much more wrestling content than i do football content yeah i <laughs> I,
2: I i do it all i do raw nxt and nxt is no it's it ain't easy to, to get right to now, that man. show that that show is rough. It, just like Rampage, NXT is right up there with it. It's hard to get through it, but I,
0: I just want to know where they're going to go from here because with Triple H back in charge of creative for everything, like Vince was making NXT 2.0 like a Carney show again, like all these outlandish, colorful characters that we saw in the in the mid '90s.
2: It was really bad. It I think with Triple H. In charge, I, as we're seeing in the last few weeks, it, it's slowly getting back to where it's exciting to watch again. Not even, you know, Raw, SmackDown, even some changes. NXT right now is, all they in. need an overhaul. It, the, you know, he can't change that overnight. He can't change that in a week, even in a month, a few months. It's going to take a long time for him to Unpopular opinion?
0: Bring back Road Dog and give that to him. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sean's
2: down there doing it. Sean's down there doing it right now. You know, him and Triple H are one-two punch. So, yeah, bring back anybody that could help down there, honestly.
1: What were you thinking, Ladarius?
3: Oh, you know, I was kind of – I was listening to well, – what do I start? Well, I'll start with NXT. I think with Triple H, I, I kind of look at with NXT. He has – it kind of feels like, you know, to use a sports kind of thing it's kind of like he kind of has to rebuild that. Mm -hmm. It it feels like he has to rebuild it. And with any team, no matter what the sport, if you're really invested in a rebuild, it's it's not overnight to Sal's point. Because there's a lot that has to be fixed. And mind you, it's not the talent. Some of the talent there is fine. But I think the usage... to to the point where like where Vince it just it it just essentially turned into like a triple A type of show. It felt like it was kind of not even it wasn't even to the point where it's watchable. It was almost like it was
0: a playground for him.
3: Yeah. It kind of felt like he just kind of took his ideas and this is where he gets to play with them. And I'm like it just it just became to the point where it's like you know as someone who who tried to push myself to watch NXT every Tuesday it became difficult. Yeah, I mean, I said, well, let me see what's on Amazon. Let me see what's on Netflix because <laughs> yeah. I, I I I can't sit here to be fair. And, and de- and, 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 and,
1: go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lazare. Well, real quick, not to cut you guys off, but uh, one of our other podcasters over at Billy Up Sports 420 Podcast left us a nice comment saying, "Bringing back Dogs is a great idea." One of the best on the mic. Not the greatest worker, but he could bring it entertainment-wise for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're good on the mic, I feel like you're also able to be good creatively, you know, and give give these young guys bullet points, you know, for their promos and stuff. Because it doesn't seem like that they're so restricted on the mic. You know, in the past couple of weeks, it seems that Triple H has given them a little more freedom to do what they want, which is honestly how it should be. Listen, it's live TV. Uh, How many times do you watch a baseball game and like a batter strikes out, says fuck and up, didn't get it. You know what? Live TV, it happens. Listen, if you go out live TV and you bomb on a promo, it it happens. You know, if you say something you shouldn't say, it happens. You're not going to lose a sponsor because he said shit. You know, go out there and just, you know, if they have more freedom and for them to be more comfortable, I could see that. But it it just seems like everyone used to be so, like, tight, so, you know, bound to, oh, I got to memorize these lines. Oh, no. Instead of going out there and having an emotional.
0: I I also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sal.
2: Triple H is bringing 2022 wrestling. He's bringing, you know, we're in the year 2022. It's time to get with the times. And I think Vince, I I love Vince. He he was a genius. He brought us, you know, some of the greatest moments ever and created some of the biggest stars ever in wrestling. But the last six, seven years, he became stagnant. Like he just, creative wise, he just, you know, he had nothing left. I don't think he had anything left to go to. And I think, Triple H six, seven years ago probably should have been in this position that he's in I,
0: now. I agree with you. And 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 to kind of like round off the NXT thought process that I have going in my head right now, a lot of people compare the current NXT product and they think about that 2015, 2016 era where they had Finn, KO, mm. Sammy, Nakamura, Kenta, yep. Alistair, Andrade. Like, that was a loaded roster. So you can't yeah. – that's an unfair situation where that's when Triple H was pretty much buying up all the hot free agents on the indie market and coming from other promotions. But most of – I must say about maybe 60% of the, the guys and girls that are on NXT right now should still be in the performance center. They're not Me, television yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. And – I would agree. I, I'll, I'll say this. Nikita Lyons is going to be a superstar. She's only 23 years old, but shes you can yes, tell how green she is in she the ring. She is. Yes, she is. <laughs> hey, hey, I had the same thought process. She's one of my favorites to watch on television. The get up, the gear, the finisher, all that's cool. But everything in between that entrance and the finish. I wouldn't mind being in
1: between. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you, brother. But you know, it's yes. it's just like Santino's daughter. Same thing. Um, other than Toxic Attraction and Cora Jade, they don't really have any great in ring workers that are you know, w- well you know Roxy, you know she's pretty good. But they're my only, girl, yes. my girl Mandy. <laughs> I want I want Gigi to do nasty things with me, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> You know, but that that's just that's just where I'm at with that. They don't have any believable people that could be called up at any moment right now. Not I even bronze. They they, they bronze kind of falling off.
3: I I just well, wanted to oh, go ahead Yeah, good good go, now. You're good, Darius. Oh no no, and I just wanted to add something, you know, to kind of to talk to NXT, I wanted to add to the point where we're talking about Triple H's impact. I think this also will also help the commentary, which has also been a little bit better. Because like Michael Cole was already good thanks to Pat McAfee, yeah. And now with Triple H, you know, behind the scenes, it just feels like Michael Cole is going to be that much better. And he was already great thanks to that injection of of energy when Pat McAfee
1: showed up. I love Pat, and McAfee. he killed it at SummerSlam. He did. Yeah. Michael he, Cole was and, and, awesome at SummerSlam, and yeah, McAfee I wasn't mean, even commentating with him. Right, and it, 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 it was, he's just that, and
3: I think Triple H's impact, you'll see through, you know, obviously you'll see in the ring, but just as someone who's like a nerd and kind of looks at everything, I just noticed how the commentary is like, man, this commentary, if it—if it's this good now, and with Vince would had you like to have a sheet of paper with nonsense on it,
1: mm-hmm. imagine,
3: I, you gotta say it, champ,
1: <laughs> I don't wanna say it, but- I said, say it.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I didn't mean to steal your Vince. I, uh, I, I didn't do my Vince yet. I'll, I'll do it. I can't I be to, on demand though. I didn't mean to steal it, sir. Yeah. Uh, You're hot. Well,
3: anyway, but, but I just gotta feel it's gonna be that much better now on commentary with Triple H. So, and like as far as NXT goes, like the whole Nikita Lyons thing. Realistically, it's all about just trying to, you know, Nikita, as like she's 23, so. There's time for her, but at the end of the day, this is where like if Vince was still running things, Nikita Lyons probably would have been closer to the. I don't want to say closer to the main roster, but I think she just needs time. Nobody's saying she's terrible in the ring. You see, you see the you see the things
1: working. You see the if, tools. But if Vince just... was still running things, and Nikita would probably would have had to sign an NDA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ouch! (laughs) Yeah, maybe two Indians. Wow! Maybe. God damn it! Sign the
3: paper. There it is. (laughs) I don't have a pen, Mister McMahon. Take my. You know, one in my drawer.
0: I'm. I'm. To you (laughs) know, know. to to be optimistic. (laughs) I'm really excited to see where this carrying cross thing goes. And uh, yeah, same. I'm waiting to hear Bray Wyatt's theme hit. One of these nights. It's coming. It's, yeah, it's definitely coming.
1: It's who, definitely who was I talking to that said they don't want him to come back as the fiend?
2: Me. Yeah, it was me. Oh, the yeah. here, I was <laughs> that like, was wait, me. what? Do you want me. the Eater Worlds I, back? I yeah, I want yeah. the original Bray Wyatt. That's the Bray Wyatt I like. The Wyatt that, family.
0: That Fiend thing, though, man, that, that was that was good stuff right there. I don't want to steal McMahon uh, good shit I liked kind of it. moment. <laughs>
2: that I liked it shit. in the beginning. I liked it in the beginning, but then it just got too crazy. They, they burned him alive, and then he had I superpowers. I agree with that. And yeah.
3: Randy and Orton then just some Alexa... jail for that, by the way. <laughs> out you.
2: Yeah, Randy Orton just got away with that. That's it. He yeah. burned somebody. And it ruined <laughs> Yeah, it's and it ruined Alexa Bliss for me. Uh, after that, I was, and the uh, match they had at WrestleMania was just god awful. It
1: was, it was, it was so yeah, that definitely it. awful. Yeah, if he's gonna come back, I don't see how it can. And I feel like it has to be the theme. You know, you're not gonna bring back um, Rowan. You know, you know, Brody Lee passed away. You know, you're not going to get Strowman. So you're not going to get that allure. And I feel like people are going to be like, well, if you can't, you know, do it exactly that same way, then don't do it at all. Where the I Fiend... Would do, do, yeah. I f- do a mixture of it then.
2: I would do it a mixture, like a Fiend, Bray, you know, Wyatt family type of Bray Wyatt. That's what Isn't that do. Do what that mix- guy
1: in NXT is doing? What's that? Who's that? Joe oh, Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, Joe oh, yeah. Gacy. Yeah, I, I'm, Walmart, I'm like the worst Walmart. wrestling yeah, that's podcaster. Right that's, here. <laughs>
3: that's great value.
1: Once wow. I started, once I started doing the podcast, I just immediately stopped watching everything. It like just, like, I just got like really busy, so that sucks. But I feel like if you are gonna bring Bray back, it's easier to re-debut the Fiend rather than. Or you know what you could, I I think the fiend would be the best thing to do because, you know, there's just so many different ways you can improve it. Like oh, you know, he burned. Now he's like reborn. Change a yeah. little bit of it, but don't make him like the burn fiend again. Just do some. It has to be the fiend. I think with Triple
2: H, with Triple H booking the show, I think it'll be better. But.
1: I, the they, whole need they need supernatural stuff. No, get rid of God, that. No, yeah. I, I, that's and that's a Vince thing because that's what he wanted to do with Judgment Day. Yeah, and I was like, no, it was just like, <laughs> like you I know, it worked just, with
2: Undertaker. I worked you know with the Lightning and stuff like that. It worked with him, but I uh, well, yeah. get get it, Matt.
0: I'm so disappointed in Judgment Day, man. That they've, they have they 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 fucked that up royally. Excuse yeah. my language, but they no, nah, you're good. It it was very it was very uh rushed in how they turned on edge. Yeah. Um and you add Finn, and I get it to a degree, but the thing is you don't make Finn the demon level, unbeatable Finn that he should have been in his faction. He's just a guy in the faction. He's not if, if this was your chance to catch lightning in a bottle of twice by giving him the persona of either the demon Finn, or letting him run with that weekly, or kind of letting him be the rock and roller of new Japan that he did before he got mm. to WWE and let him really show his personality a little bit. And you can mask his size with, with, uh, with Damian priest, but it's like, you got them in this, Shitty angle with the Mysterios. It's just so
1: Dom could join.
3: Yeah, I, I, I mean to jump in, but I think to me the best thing about the only the only person who's really benefited from Judgment Day to me is, is Rhea Ripley. Yep. Uh, to me, yeah. like, no disrespect to Finn, and well, uh, you know, I, I just think it's really benefited Rhea more. You know, I, I enjoy you know her, you know
1: what she does, you know, the comic
3: Mysterio. That's that's just pure gold. Well, I don't mind it. Yeah. well that's every week. I beat mean, them up every week. Yeah.
1: I think I'm going to have to say that the person benefiting the most from Judgment Day would be Dominic Mysterio, because listen, if Rhea Ripley <laughs> wants to throw me around, by all means, you know, I'll I'll be yeah. Dominic Mysterio for <laughs> a day.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> I've been
1: bullied <laughs> it's, hard it's, by Rhea. It's not the worst thing in the world. Now you it's... know,
0: I was really hoping they were going to go a different direction and not add Finn because I really wanted to see Finn and AJ kind of make a run as a tag team, Mm. you know, because they've been teasing that that. for years and they ended it a little bit prematurely, but that would have given Finn and AJ something to do in the tag division. And they could have kind of elevated that because at this point right now, all it is really is the Alpha Academy, the Usos, Street Profits, New Day, and the Viking Raiders. It's like there's five teams that are really just getting – the exposure and you could have added AJ and Finn to that division and I think that would have been a little bit more of a you would have had the nostalgia feel because they're both bullet club leaders.
1: Yeah exactly. Yeah and
2: you know and Triple H is already working on that it Could bring back Hit Row. Real? Yeah.
3: They, say,
0: well yeah. they came back on Friday night I, I believe. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Smackdown. They came out and I, they're entertaining. I love them. Yeah. AJ Francis is a
0: good dude. I, he's a Baltimore yeah. guy. He's a He's a local guy. He's, you know, now that he's back, I'm hoping he takes over the the, the hidden treasure show again.
2: Yeah, he was good on the, that show, and once he got released, that was it. But I, you know, that's one of those groups I think that Vince just kind of gave up on. Like
1: within two weeks, yeah. <laughs> he kind of yep. he kind of just said, okay, they
0: were dead on arrival, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he called it's, them
1: up. It's, it's, he... They had to sign the main roster contract, so they got 90 days. Instead of their 30, no compete, and then he released them. He called they them up only to on release Smackdown them. For two weeks. Yeah. They
2: were, he was, they, were, they were on SmackDown two weeks. Then they got rid of B-Fab. Yeah. And Terrible. it all went down Terrible. from
1: there. Yeah. Terrible. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but now, now under
2: Triple H is much better.
1: Yeah. And hopefully, you know, Raw is another banger tonight, but. We are running out of time. I didn't realize what time it was. Um, um, I really enjoyed uh, having yes. you guys on. Um, if you want to run it back next week for trivia, Ladarius, you do have a championship. You have to defend. That's right. You know, it's this is going to be like the uh, United States um, title. Every time we're on the, the show, open it's The open <laughs> challenge. Yeah, the open challenge. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if awesome. you guys are available to come back on next oh, yeah. week, um, you know, absolutely. let me know. And um, we really liked having you. Um, yeah, I think, you know what? We'll end the show here with the four of us. And, you know, it takes a little bit. But um, thank you all for coming. I appreciate yes, thanks, it. And appreciate you having me on. Uh, Love oh, down. absolutely. And thank you guys for coming on. It was a lot of fun. The 90 minutes flew right by. And mm-hmm. You know, definitely looking forward to this week in wrestling and, you know, talking next week about trivia and more stuff also. Um, Thank you all, and take care. Oh, There's there's a camera. Peace.
4: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
3: dinner.